Hey everybody, I'm sorry we're late. Welcome to Between the Sheets. We're on the first and third Friday of every month here at ubngo.com. Sorry, I told them to move something around and it kind of screwed everything up and oops, <laughs> but Ryan fixed it. So thank you, Ryan. Ryan's back Hi. in the house. Um, you Again, first and third Friday of every month here at Between the Sheets. Check us out on our website, betweentheSheetPodcast.com. Also, you can uh, like us on Facebook, Between the Sheets Podcast. I feel redundant, but Instagram has another handle, QTE Brat. That's me. Um, <laughs> we're here in lovely Burbank today. I have some familiar faces and one new face with another wonderful accent. Um, I have Wendy Nathan. Hello. I have <laughs> Melanie. Melanie Kishner. Hi. Melanie Oman. Or Melody. It doesn't matter Everybody anymore. Like Melody. I've got. The other, the second accent, Cara Noble. Good evening, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. And then the newbie on the block, a very tall, statuesque, beautiful Australian. Um, she's like, oh, are you talking about me? I love that introduction. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jennifer. Nice to be here. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we only have five of us today. I'm really yeah. stoked about it. I want to just introduce, uh, the, again, the cussing jar. Mm -hmm. Cussing is okay. Excessive cussing, no. But a friend of mine and my um, business manager, Lori Hatfield, um, before we got on the air, Venmo me three dollars um, already to put in the cussing fuck, jar. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> she just used it. I yeah. was supposed to use it. It was banked for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hi, everybody. Um, we do have call-ins. We want you to call in. What am I doing with my hands? Um, we want you to call in. It's an Italian thing. 323-524-2599. Three two three five two four two five nine nine. I'm sorry that my voice is a little gravelly and kind of sexy, but I've been having an interesting week. I had photo shoots. I did the photo shoot of the talk of the season ten. Marie Osmond is joining the cast. She's amazing. Mm. The whole cast is amazing. The shoot went wonderfully. My business manager was also there assisting me, um, but I'm just wanting to know that there was a couple of things this week and, and you know when you have like a week after week after week of being pounded and and anxiety and nerves and stress that you just hit a wall so I hit a wall yesterday and I was totally in a funk about just everything like oh my god you know I'm ugly. Oh my God, I'm fat. Oh my God, I hate myself. I don't really, but it was just that sort of you're hitting a wall. And then this morning, okay, I went to the 76 station and this guy with this $450,000 Rolls Royce, it's freaking beautiful, with a big <laughs> gold encrusted Rolex diamond watch was there. And I've always seen him and I've always like checked out the car because it's a really cool car. And today he came up to me and he said, hello. And I'm like, hello. And he said, we do this all the time together. Funny meeting you. I guess that's how guys talk. I don't know. I have no guy's social skills. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, interesting. I've seen you around. And he's like, well, I think it's time I take you out for coffee. Oh. Yeah, I know. Really weird. Wow. And I was like, why, thank you. I'm flattered. And I got to the point where I'm not going to tell him I'm gay. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, it's a sort of like... Embar I mean, I don't know if I'm embarrassed, but it's just kind of awkward, like, hi, I'm gay. So I tried, didn't say that, but I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm married. 
And because I wear my mother's wedding band on my finger. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. and so apologetic. Then I relay this to a friend of mine who says, well, you never know who he is. He's rich. He could be the sponsor of your new podcast. <laughs> and yep. he's like, you should have met him out for coffee. I'm like, uh, really? Last time I sort of went in naive, I got raped. Not going to happen anymore. Oh. I kind of have a little bit of a trepidation of just going out with strange men, you know? But I, but I have to say, getting in the car, I thought to myself, why did this happen? But then something came to me, and I posted it on Facebook today. I said, it's not the messenger. It's the message. Mm. The universe brings the messenger, whoever the hell it was, to send a message because it made me feel better. It made me go, wow, okay, pity party's over. You are who you are. You're a strong woman. You're tired. BFD. Move forward. And talking about, like, the universe. Like, do you guys believe in that, that universal, that the universe, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> look at that. I'm so verklempt that the universe brings, like, brings about things, or are you more traditional? Do you believe in, like, a god or a whatever? I just listen to the science. And sometimes I make mistakes, but usually it's, like, really good, um, like, I ask, I say, what I should do? And I put it out there, and I kind of, like talk to myself and things happen and I said maybe that's what I need to do and so far sometimes I think a jobs is wonderful like is comes these opportunities because I put it out there I need to manifest that in every single area of my life <laughs> but you know like I just listen to it and I go for it and sometimes I make mistakes but right Jennifer <laughs> well I totally believe in magic I do yeah. and if you believe in magic because it happens all around you, then more more magic comes, which sounds kooky as hell. <laughs> well, we're all a bunch of kooks around this <laughs> table. Well, we're doing a podcast. But Hello. Only, just to give one example, I had Thank a you. parrot that I loved. It was a single parrot, and he used to fly when I lived in Marina del Rey, and every night in the morning I would see him, and he was this little parrot, and he lived on a boat, and I was loved him. And one day he was gone, and I was terribly sad. Then we moved from Marina del Rey. I got to Woodland Hills, and I have 40 parrots, Yeah. that pass my house, not every day, but they fly over, they go in the trees. I have parrots up, coming out of my ass. <laughs> I've got so many parrots Well, I'd now. like to see that show when you're selling tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would take a long time. There's a lot of parrots. <laughs> no, I feel that magic exists, and I, I think if we believe in it, it happens all around us all the time. Yeah, and I think that happens a lot, that the universe gives us messages. And for myself, when I was doing massage therapy, I kept thinking to myself, how long am I going to be able to keep this up? And you get little messages. And if you ignore those, eventually you get a big message. And I did. I had a car accident. And it put me out of work for nine months. And I went, oh, this is how long. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Now, do you guys do vision boards? Yes. Sure. Me too. I have one, yeah. I mean, I, I never liked arts and crafts, so it's it's a thing to do. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I like the cutting out of the pictures and shit. So I do that, but then every once in a while, I'll just sit there and go, I, I'm going to do a vision list. And I literally mm -hmm. write down the list, yeah. you know, because it's sort of, it just keeps me in check. And then I, keep, I do surely keep it in my purse. And I used to keep a lot of crystals in my purse until it got really heavy, and now I wear them. Because it was like <laughs> I was a crazy paper rock lady. I really was. <laughs> no scissors? No scissors. No, no, no scissors. Because, well, I don't really, I used to have a temper. Many years ago, I would use those scissors. 
I haven't had, I had, no, 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 no nail clippers, no scissors. Tweezers are about the biggest, um, biggest tool I have. So I have a question about the vision board because I am not a vision boarder. To me, it's too arts and crafty. It reminds me of doing paper mache. Can you just say that again, yeah. paper mache? <laughs> I please. love her voice. Just say it one more time. Cara can say it. <laughs> in England, we call it papier mache. Ah, but in Australia, what is it? Paper mache. Oh my God, oh, I love it. It's paper. Well, I love well, it. It's paper, it's mache. paper mache. In New York, it's paper mache. Oh, I would have no idea. If you said that to me, I would have no idea that you, you think were it was a sanitary about. pad <laughs> it's like always paper mache <laughs> but i don't understand vision boards as an adult i just don't i can't do it i don't get it at all oh why why cut out little pictures and put them on a board you know what is very funny i i i'm an artist and that's what i do for a living right i make art and that's how i make my living and you said was, that twice already sorry okay <laughs> i think we all kind of like this friday um I was living in San Diego, and one day I realized I started cutting papers, paper mache, and I started putting <laughs> all these vision board together. When I and I put in the vision board, I wanted half my art in buildings. I remember I put so many buildings in my art, and I create my art in the vision board. And I got an offer to move to LA, having a building to do my art. And when I moved. I leave everything behind. It's still everything in San Diego. I got my vision board and I bring it here. Mm. Since I bring that here, everything I put in there is being happening. And when I look back, I'm like, wait a minute. I put it in my vision board. Maybe that day I was really <laughs> paper mache it and I put <laughs> it in there. I don't know. Have you put a million paper dollars mache. on your vision board? It's happening, mache. Jennifer. It's happening. So how long did it take from the vision board in San Diego to the move to L.A.? couple weeks. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. That yep. was quick. A couple weeks. And I will say everything is there except the million dollars. I'm going to, <laughs> to, to tonight I'm going to just remark it. Yeah. I can do an nice. experiment for you. I will put a million dollars all over my... What is it even a vision board made out of? You put it on cardboard? You have to go you to an arts and crafts store? You have and, to go to... We yeah. can do a party You have to go to board. Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly silence. That, that equates to Costco for me. Exactly, me too. Costco, Michaels. I'm horrified. I mean, North, uh, you know, point me in the direction of Nordstrom Rack. That's all I care about. <laughs> I can't do it. I'll no, have to get someone favorite, to buy me. Can you, can you mail order a, a, oh, yeah. a kit? Can you do yeah, yeah, it on Amazon? That's what you should do. You, you own a business. You yeah. should just do a vision board kit and sell it. Yes. I'm pretty sure someone's done it. I bet you not. British, Ryan, yeah. check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Ryan. <laughs> He's very busy. He is no, very busy. You know, I think we should do a it vision happens. board party. Okay, oh, it no, is. There's one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but we should do a vision board wine party. Why not? This works fantastic. Well, who's going to have it? I can do it. Well, let's do it, baby. Can we do a <laughs> I barbecue? want the vision board with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. Oh, my Lord, slandering. <laughs> I love the way that the Brit slanders the Mexican. It's, just, it's like our own West Side Story right here. 
I don't even understand what she said. That's I the know. worst part. And, and you never <laughs> will consider yourself lucky. Yeah. So, Jennifer, so everyone knows what we do. I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself since it's your first time here and our viewers want to probably get to know you, I hope. Sure, sure. I've been in L.A. for five years always in Santa Monica, which I love. And I moved mm. here from Beijing um, in China mm. when I was there for eight years. And obviously originally from Australia, uh, <laughs> from Sydney. And yeah, now this is my home, which I love. And I have a small business. Um, funny you mentioned sanitary pads because that's my <laughs> business. <laughs> I have a, I have a I company. Love I love working in a glamorous. I yes. swear to God, I didn't know that. What? Yeah, I have a company called Tampon Tribe and we do 100% organic cotton tampons, oh, pads and great. panty liners that are yep. also plastic free. So we kind of landed myself and my business partner here in L.A. Uh, with another uh, job that we were doing in, in Beijing. And when that didn't work out, we thought, what can we do? Um, and no, feminine hiding didn't I was going to say, how did that come? Yeah. But we really loved um, a couple of things, the really cool impact businesses that you know were happening in L.A. And we, you get to that point in your life where you get to do whatever you want. And we thought we were pretty fortunate for that to happen mm. in the first place. And so we thought, why not create a company that's going to be fun, a lot of hard work, but also could really impact people, mm -hmm. to be honest. So really make women's lives better. Um, we try and make really premium you know, products affordable for everyone. And we saw a huge disparity mm. in that, mm -hmm. you know, and then we have a huge give back. And we actually just launched our nonprofit, which just got approved today, no. which is super exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, called Project Code Red. So we oh, are on wow. a very big mission to stamp out period poverty here in the US. That's oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. So where does one buy your products? So you can buy online. Um, we have a website, tampontribe.com, and we're also retailing. Uh, so we're in the Airhorn stores, Urban Outfitters, okay. and hopefully some really big ones soon. I'm working my tail off. It doesn't go off, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's what brings me here. So I'm based in Santa Monica and loving it and, and really enjoy meeting new people and, and getting in the community at the moment. Well, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. amazing. That's well done. That's fabulous. Thank the you. product I mean, is I'm really sadly, good. Sadly, I don't use tampons anymore, <laughs> but I do need them for cat toys. It's great, exactly. Right? It's fabulous. And they're, yeah, they're, they're great. These are organic too. You've got to make sure they're organic and chemical free. Yes. Well, you have yeah. to. Right? No, seriously. Cat toys, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have commercials in Australia like that with, with the mouse. Did you? Yeah. With tampons? Yeah. Oh, dear God. We have a lot of fun in it. We don't take ourselves very seriously no. in Australia. But what did you do? I mean, like, what were you originally doing? In my life? In your life. In my life. In your life. Not my very first job, but I was a broadcaster. So I was working um, in Australia and in China uh, in TV and radio. So, mm. yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, and it's fun. It's all about messaging, isn't it? And, and listening and, and talking to people and... Well, welcome that. to Between the Sheets, Thank and I hope you. I'm glad that you accepted our offer and that you'll be part of a rotating. We have our own tribe, but it's not the tampon tribe. As long as it's a tribe, <laughs> it's a that tribe. Sense of community. It is, is a fabulous. community. Yeah. So, Wendy, yes, I was trying to think of like what we could talk about today. Okay. And I thought about weed, and then I thought <laughs> about you. That's my favorite, <laughs> favorite subject. <laughs> so, I mean. I know there's this whole, like, pot is legal, right? Yes. And, they're, like, people sell them, you know? Like, Burbank, like, I live in Burbank. And why did I just say that? But I live in Burbank, but they do not <laughs> allow, they, they like, on the ballot or whatever it is, the people don't want, like, a pot store oh. in Burbank. The closest one is Sun Valley. Yeah. So, huh. well, that's a way. Wow. 
Well, it's not that far. I mean, I mean, I had I, this is before it was legal. I got the little license thing because one of my friend's dogs wanted to try the CBD oil with the THC. So she's like, I said, well, go get just one of those pot licenses. You just do it online. They don't really care. Just say you have glaucoma. I, I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, I can't do it. You do it. I'm like, why me? She goes, because you're in, in the entertainment business, and of course they're going to think you smoke pot. I'm like, but I don't. And she's like, no, do it. So she asked me. I got the pot license. I went in there, and I bought that THC oil thingy <laughs> and it was my first time there and they told me to spin the wheel because I was the new customer spin, spin the, wheel. the wheel new customer so I walked out of there with pot, like pot gummy bears like a roach clip <laughs> something to make the pot unstick so you can put it in the th- grinder <laughs> a lighter <clears throat> and I was most fascinated by the gummy bears because I love gummy bears but they don't give you directions. You take it all. Oh, dear. I did. Well, I did. <laughs> I don't know. I know. No, Actually, no, 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 don't do that. Oh, I did. So I I'm sitting there. Ouch. It was the night of the Academy Awards. Uh-oh. And I'm, I, just, I just have a gummy bear. And I said to my friend, take one with me. And she's like, okay, you think one's enough? I'm like, I don't know. Let's start with one. Maybe you know, later on we'll take another. Popped in the gummy bear, eating it. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> now, I don't do pot. I'm allergic to sm- the marijuana smell. It just, it, I'm allergic to it, but I don't even know why I decided to do it. And I'm like, I can't move. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, my God, if my something happens to my mother, what am I going to do? <laughs> so now I'm like panic stricken anxiety ridden and I'm online going how do you make this shit go through my system faster and someone said drink a lot of water I must have drank I hate water I never drink water I drank so much water that I was like and it did dissipate like faster but it's like they should have directions like because of stupid 55 year olds like me that think it is like the candy and then when I talked to another friend of mine they're like, oh, no, you're just supposed to bite off the head I'm like really really what's the directions so Wendy Yes. Not that that (laughs) matters. But the legalization of pot, you were a grower. Is that correct? Why don't you tell a little about what you did and what you were doing and and what was going on at the time when you were involved in this venture? Yes. So um, we we grew cannabis from, you know, we took cuttings and we did the whole operation. Um, It was while um, cannabis was still just medically legal, not fully legal. and uh, then we delivered. We had a delivery service. Uh, we were very cautious about um, what we used in our feed. We made sure it was organic and it wasn't carcinogenic, which a lot of places use really bad stuff. Um, so I'm not really sure what you want me to say. Um, I've <laughs> seen it uh, in my lifetime. I've seen this whole industry just bloom. No. From, you know, getting five-finger nickel bags, you know, when you're in high school. <laughs> some Mexican crap. <laughs> usually usually or, 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 or oregano. And uh, is that how you say it? Oregano? Oregano. oregano. We say oregano. oregano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> so do we. To, <laughs> oh, wow. Something in common. Okay. <laughs> to now going into a dispensary and it's like. It's like a wet dream, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't even know what half that stuff is, but the oils, the CBD tinctures, and the 
THC tinctures and um, it's great. And there's salves a, and there's everything. Well, now, the isn't salve it? is wonderful, and uh, there's a big difference between ingesting and smoking, though. So, you know, there's the high you get from eating. But how come so? How come some of the stuff is like CBD oil, and then there's CBD oil with a little of THC? So, but they're both like medicinal or health health benefits. So, mm-hmm. what's the difference? between just CBD and THC CBD oil. Anybody? I never try it. Well, I'm, Wendy announced that. Wendy, yeah. <laughs> I, I know the answer to Wendy. So can you answer that? Do you well, I don't know if I'm gonna answer it correctly, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. So for, for um, my understanding, so the CBD is non-hallucinogenic. You're not gonna get a high, right? You're just correct. gonna relax, you're gonna chill that's out, your muscles are gonna relax, and then if you wanna get a bit of a buzz, that's the THC. Right, and on top of that, the CBD has anti-inflammatory properties, and that's why you feel relaxed. Mm. So it takes away pain from arthritis, from sore muscles. I use it for arthritis pain. I'm still walking because I use CBD oil. Do you rub it in somewhere? Well, I use a tincture because that works better for me, but I you can massage it on the area. Um, the THC adds, there's a synchronicity to using the two together. Mm. So if you're trying to really reduce your inflammation, you want a little THC in there because it aids in the effectiveness. Um, and generally speaking, the amount of THC is so small, you don't feel it. And have you been into any of these new shops now? It's like walking into like an Apple store. Oh, yeah. And most no. people are retirement age, and they're really all going in there for the arthritis creams, which is fabulous. Oh, and it you helps know, it's, me it's, sleep. It's, yeah. I yeah. take the THC to put me to sleep. Really? Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I, I don't want to get into a fight. I'm so against why? it. Are you, why? why are you no. against it? I, I just. <laughs> but do you take sleeping pills? Which one do you take? What are you against? Exactly. Yeah, I would like to I want to know what she takes. I don't, I never, like, I grew up in Mexico, and I remember, like, some people used to use marijuana back then. And I, the memories I used to have is, like, people seems a little kind of off or slow and something. So my mom was very by, you know, don't use drugs, don't drinking, don't use pills. And I'm, I, I, you know, I'm kind of like that. Um, I never try it, and everybody around me use it, and sometimes it's a little uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't want to be trying it. I don't, I don't want to do it. Oh, and, you don't have to. And I don't know what it is. Like I, I would say, probably my chiropractor did put this like thing. I didn't feel anything to be honest, nothing personal, but I just didn't feel the difference. Maybe because the pain is the pain, and. But yeah, maybe I should try one this day. Well, maybe you know. should at least try it once, but maybe don't eat the whole gummy bear. No, but there's no. two types of pot. There's indica, 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 indica and sativa. So, so confusing. So I don't want to try there's something two I don't know. But then okay. there's the, there's a hybrid, isn't there? A hybrid? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, well, I know why. And the hybrid so. can be sativa dominant or indica dominant. Mm-hmm. You see? See now, you ask me why I know about it. It's because I belong to Goddess Camp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, what's been going on with everybody this week? Oh, come on. There's got to be something. Something in the news. Something to talk about. 
I'm brain dead. I need I need you guys to talk. I don't want to talk all myself tonight. I just well, can't. I can tell you where I'm going this weekend. Please tell us. Where are you going? And how and why I'm going somewhere exciting this weekend. Okay, tell us. <laughs> so I'll try and keep it as short as I can. My parents were in show business. We lived on Abbey Road. And our neighbor, not far up the road, was Paul McCartney. And that my childhood, he was in my life. He would he would bring Martha for a walk and ring the doorbell. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> and he was very fond of my parents um, and um, very sweet friend of theirs for many, many years. And they're both now gone. My mom and dad are both gone. But um, the last time he was in town, I did drop a note, my sister's idea, drop a note to his personal assistant just to see if we could go and see him at the Dodger Stadium. Oh, yeah. And oh. they said, he said, they said, yes. Good. So that was three <laughs> or four years ago, whenever that last show was. So he's back in town. He's playing um, He's playing in L.A. on the 13th of July, which is my birthday. I already made plans. I'm going to be in Eugene. But he's playing this weekend at the Petco Park in San Diego. And I just thought, chutzpah, chutzpah. I'm going to just, <laughs> just drop another line and just see. Well, not only did they say, yes, you can come, and this is, this is because he loved my parents. He's not my great friend at all. He knows who I am. <laughs> that's it. But, you know, but very, very, very kind. Um, but I also got a personal email back from him. Wow. Please, nice. yes, come down to the show and bring your hubby. Wow. Cheers, Paul. Oh, that's so cool. So cool. It's ridiculously that's cool. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need to do that. No, he doesn't. But see that he's a professional, and he also is a cool guy. Yeah, I a mean, good like, man. I yeah. mean, like I, I work on the Grammys, and this was a while back, and I, we I go to the rehearsals because that's part of my job, and I I can't remember who was oh Tina Turner and I think Beyonce Beyonce were going to do a duet together. So mm. I'll, everybody was coming out from wherever to see this rehearsal, and I'm sitting there. And literally, Bonnie Raitt sat here, mm -hmm. and Paul oh, McCartney her. sat here, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> and then they continue to engage talking to me, and I'm trying to play off that this is just, this is normal. normal. I, it's not normal. <laughs> it is so not normal. <laughs> and, you know, and I just, that was like a funny part. That was like, uh, like amazing in, in my life. But he's really cool. But the, the older, what I found out, the more professional, the more people that have been in the business longer, whether they're musicians, actors, whatever, they are so much more nicer and much more professional hmm. and polite. The new people, not so much. I mean, you know, they go from a Nickelodeon show to their first TV show or their first movie, and all of a sudden, there's a writer this long, and people, what a writer is, is a list of demands um, that the actor wants, and it is contractual, built as part of their contract. Like, to the point of stupidity, like, green M&Ms in my dressing room. Hmm. I mean, I think that's a joke one now, isn't it? Don't everyone doesn't everyone want that now because because it's become this thing. But it's thing. true. Who started it? Was it Nirvana or someone? Who started that? Somebody yeah. did. Who Somebody that? did. Yeah. But it's Prince a, probably. Probably. He well, he wanted purple M and M's. But I remember when I used to when I used to manage Terry Terry Nunn from Berlin. I I saw I when I saw her contract and it was like you know a bottle of wine, some this, some that. Not and I I can't believe me it was like. Really? We need to have a real writer to have people take us seriously. So I'm like, bottle of tequila, Patron Silver. <laughs> you know that? And she was like, you're crazy. Not, not that I drank it, but it was like, 
we have you have to do this because they expect it. They expect uh. it. But she was amazing because she's one of the few who, after every concert, she will still come out and had do a meet and greet with the audience. And and these mm. new people don't do that. They just yep. don't. I think it's because of the amount of money. Yes. I went to a uh, recording art school um, and to become an engineer, and they teach us uh, why they do that green M&M thing. It's because um, when you request on the writer, if they're paying attention enough to get you all green M&Ms, then you know that they're good service and they are going to be able to take care of you on, oh. on a certain way. So it's almost like a test right. that it's like, oh, if you can get green M&Ms, then maybe we'll be on good terms. <laughs> but it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's true. But yeah. so many venues, I mean, I've been on that end. I mean, so many venues... They, they have a crappy soundboard person. It's like the soundboard person is used to like doing it for Metallica, but you have a you know a synth pop 80s band. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Hey, everyone, it's really quiet out there. 323-524-2599. 323-524-2599. So I hear you have, a, you got a divorce. Oh my God! <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I knew as you were. You were sitting there in the lobby saying, "We got to say something." I'm like, "No, no, no!" And I'm like, "Oh, it's, yes, we will." Oh my God! Seriously, <laughs> I think she just enjoyed putting me in the spot. I was never actually married. Um, I date someone very casually, um, and I will say, I try. <laughs> I try to listen to my friends. My friend said, go date, move forward from your past. And my therapist said that, and I did it. I said, you know what, I'm going to do this for myself. And I realized I did something so against my heart, and I'm so mad with me, because it was really hard. And I don't wanna talk about the person was amazing, she's really sweet, but I wasn't there, so it was not fair to get married or involved with somebody if you're not available with See, somebody. I get it. So Anyone else ever have that? I, it's never happened. It's the first time, and I need to learn to don't do that again. But I'm I'm glad I did it. Now my therapist will be proud of me. I did it. No, but, but the thing is, it's sort of like you stepped out of your comfort zone, and I think sometimes we sometimes need to step out of our comfort zone. I mean, the same thing with online dating for me. Terrible. They're horrible. 2012, oh 2012, That's I was doing the this same podcast with a whole bunch of different women, and they were like, go on a dating site. And I'm like, absolutely Oof. not. And then they pissed <laughs> me off so much that I did the same thing. I prove I wanted to prove them. I tried to prove me right. And then I actually found somebody, or they we found each other. It's not like I was on a hunt. We found each other. And she was very lovely. And we're still good friends now. But it was a disaster. <laughs> it was an absolute, the relationship was a disaster. It shouldn't meant to be. It was kind of like forced because I was yep. trying to partially prove these women right and wrong. But, um, but you know, dating sites, what do you guys feel when it, there's peer pressure, whether mm. it's from your friends or whether it's from a therapist or whether it's from, I don't, you're, who cares where it's from? Do you guys usually lean toward peer pressure or do you just say, screw it? This is me. I feel guilty. Yes. And I try. Okay, no, I don't want to hurt the person. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. And after I get to this level, I feel suffocated because I'm doing something completely over pressure. So why do you think you do it? 
There's this free choice and free will. I know, and I never done it, and I'm glad I experienced it because now is no way I will go. And my friends say go online dating. Hell no! I have so much work to do. My heart have to heal, and I have to do a lot of things with my work and my career. But online dating is waste of time. Do you like online dating, Jennifer? Well, I think I it's the know. only way of dating, isn't it? What, what other way is there? there? Is Terrible. What, what's, the, what's the alternative? You go to a bar. There isn't any. Yeah. And you're know. in groups of friends, and everyone's on their phones. And it, I don't know. I mean, where true. are you going to meet true. other people? It's just... 2019 it's what people do Switch but it's right. crazy this like you, you're literally looking <laughs> at a screen and just flying through hundreds of people and i'm what strikes me though is how many people are on these apps how many people are single they didn't even i was really like shocked that. you know i yeah. you know you get on you think oh there'll be half a dozen no, no, people time out. a lot of people online is not single because before ah. i realized mm-hmm. a lot of people on these sites the majority of them they are curious they are married women who have the boyfriend and out of the blue it's like they send you these picture. It's like pretty much naked. They do that to a man. No. That's so true. Naked, Mel? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Put me the spot. Well, I have never. <laughs> I know been online in a long time. Done a, a dating site because I'm older and I've been through a few husbands as it Four is. Four husbands. We That's remember. Right. I'm on my fourth. <laughs> and you know how I met him? I prison. wrote to him in prison. That's how I met my what? husband. True story. I know this one. She knows yeah. this one. Yeah. How did you find Jenny him in the first, first place to to write to him in prison? No, I we this is have a good a story. Uh, this is amazing <laughs> story. Well, no, not everybody's like Bruce, and I can guarantee you the women's prisons aren't that great. Okay, so girls, calm down. <laughs> so I read about him in the LA Times. They did a big article on him, like a three-page article. And by the time I got to the end, this, I thought, this guy's innocent. I'm going to send $25 to the freebruce.org site. And this is wrong. This is terrible. This poor young man. Because um, he was in prison from the age of 17 until he was 42. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I, I was his pen pal. We were, it was just, we were friends, but we were very good friends, close, connected. We had, we had, had each other's back. And then when he got out, I told my sister I wanted to snog his face off. <laughs> Do you know what that means? So you see Do you know what that means? Yes. What does we, it mean? We can imagine. What are you looking at? <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like, they're putting me in the spot now. I think she liked putting me in the spot. I, I kind of like it, though. I like it, too. So snogging. Then snogging. what happened? Well, no, uh, what happened? I mean, I just, I <laughs> fell for him immediately. I met him, and I already knew him. Well, how long from the pen pal to the meeting? Oh, three years. Three years? I didn't meet him until he got released from prison. Oh, wow. We used to speak mm-hmm. on the phone, but we were we were just friends. And then I met him, and then I liked him a lot. Mm. Oh, wow. And then here we are. He's my fourth husband. So. Wow. And last. Fourth, fourth you have to and write a book. Last last. Last. You need yes. to write, yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. Story. I'm uh-huh. just at the beginning yeah. of thinking about doing that. Mm. Yes, yeah. I am going to do that. Uh-oh. Now, who has an exciting story like that? Yeah, can't. No. 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 <laughs> no. I can compete. Not either. Nope. But I mean, it, it, but it is. But I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and I didn't want to switch it to dating sites and stuff. But seriously, you know, these kids nowadays are being bullied. Yeah. Peer pressure. I think we all were. I mean, you're tall. You tall people never get bullied. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, is this a, a new tallism? I, I don't think this is fair. 
<laughs> but um, but you know, like I I, I I was bullied, but not in a bad way. But bullying in like my generation is pale in comparison to what they're doing mm. to these kids now. Yeah. And yeah. it's these children are so affected by it. And it doesn't have to be gay. It, it could be any kid, whether overweight or whatever, that doesn't fit in or doesn't fit the norm. You know, these kids are like committing suicide. It's terrible. It's terrible. But you imagine the intensity. You know, you're so right. You remember when you were a kid and someone called you a name and then you called them one back and then you went home and you might have cried and the next day they were your best friend. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it kind of yeah. ended. But these days, yes. We have a caller. Fabulous. Oh, good. Hello, caller. Oh, hold on. I'm being told one second. Hello, Hello, caller. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Fine. Who's speaking? Welcome to Between the Sheets. Thank you. My name is Sean. Hi, Sean. Where are you calling from? From Encino. <laughs> oh, that's so far <laughs> away. <laughs> do you, do you, what would you like to ask us? Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Well, speaking of divorce and online dating. I'm getting married in two weeks to my fiance who I met online. Which service did you use? Uh, Tinder. Uh uh oh. (laughs) Now you Uh know, wait a minute. Okay, now that you're on, I have to ask you. So you did the swipe, swipe, swipe like fuck? I mean, how did it work? (laughs) Swearing Georgia. A dollar. Actually, it was uh, swipe, swipe, uh, looking for friends or dating or more than that, or someone to marry. So you were on a mission. Oh, by the way, here's my dollar for saying the nasty word. Um, you were on a mission to, to find like a, a friend or a partner, a life partner, correct? Yeah. And how many tries, uh, or not even tries of like you dating or or encounters did you have before you met your future partner wife? Um. Well, the the that time around that I was online, uh, I was I didn't go on many dates. I did talk to a bunch of people and filtered through all of them because there were definitely some horrible ones on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you talking but about? <laughs> You have to sift through that a lot, but um, I probably only met two people before I met my fiance. Is she there? Yeah, she's here. Well, tell hi. her to say hi. <laughs> say hi, Danielle. Hi, guys. Hi, hi, hi. hi. So, where are you guys getting married, and are we invited? I am. <laughs> I think we have to come clean here. I think this is maybe something to do with Wendy. One of them is Wendy. the mother of the bride. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. So, I, okay. You know, it's like I'm so dumb because she, she was mad at you. You guys didn't call in last time. Truth be we told. We couldn't get online. We couldn't figure out how to get on there. And we were buying a couch. <laughs> of course you were. Of course you were. Oh. So there's important things in life, and we know? didn't talk about online dating. What they're getting married, so no, but it, there are success. No, there beautiful. are success there stories are. in online dating. Congratulations, that's beautiful. I have a question though. With the online, oh, there's a lot of success stories. And with the online dating, how long after the initial, you know, like like, like was like. then the date? Was then the moving in? Was in the net? Like, did it? Are like, you talking about lesbian new home? Go on a. Something you don't even do. Actually, Why do you even honest, ask that? To be honest, <laughs> we talked for eight months before we even met. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
Wow. That's <clears> amazing. <throat> That's wonderful. No, I totally Was get that. Was she in prison? <laughs> <laughs> And then we moved in the next week. That is a lesbian oh, wow. U-Haul. See now, that is mystifying to me. I am mystified with this myth of the U-Haul move in. So we're different. Just, no, I'm, we're just kidding. Oh. We're just kidding. We didn't move oh. in for a year and a couple months. Oh, thank you. So, so you guys, did you guys start out as friends or did you get busy right away after the eight months? And maybe you don't want to admit this while your mother's here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It's okay. My daughter Ear loves mom. shocking me. <laughs> Shock away. <laughs> she does. So, um, so you guys are anyway, getting married. That is, I mean, we Wendy's been talking about it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Go ahead. We we wanted. I mean, I don't know if there's any like successful marriages on this panel, but we wanted a little piece of everyone's marriage advice, especially with stress. Okay. Well, I'm jaded. I'll start. But no, I won't start. That, I mean, you know, that's negative. Let's start with someone with a positive thing. Well, Cara. Cara? Yes. Because <laughs> I think Cara is the only one that's because, married. you know, once you're out of prison, it's all uphill. <laughs> <laughs> um, one piece of advice, I guess I would say, when you get to that point where you are, you're feeling really annoyed with your other half, Turn it around and just go back into the kitchen and make him a fucking milkshake. Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> In other words, turn it around and do something nice. And, and when, that, when you do something nice for that person and you see their face light up, then you forget that you're cross with them. No, I get mm. it. I mean, I was in an 18-year relationship and it was successful. I mean, and it had its moments. But I think with every, every marriage or relationship yep. you do and... I, you know, I, I tried, I was also really young. I had a hot temper and she had a hot temper. So it was pretty interesting. But as we got older in the relationship and older as people, it was take that 10, that, that like that 10 minute walk away. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. when you know it's heated, walk away, think, don't talk, and then come back and discuss you know, no, the yeah. fighting thing, all that stuff, it just gets ugly. Once that train leaves the station, I don't care if you think you control it, you can't. And sometimes things get said and done, unfortunately, that you can always be repaired. You could always get repaired, but why even bother? Why even have it start? Just always walk yeah, away. Yeah, when you don't even mean it. Exactly. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say never go to bed angry. That's what I was mm -hmm. going to say because my best relationships I, like I have, I remember um, this is, was one of our rules because, you know, we humans, we get heated. And I remember she say, whatever we do, we take our space, we never go to bed mad. And I remember, and so far was my, my most beautiful relationship. And I wish I'd learned from that because sometimes we do that. We Why are you looking at me? We haven't been a couple. I <laughs> we are not going to get to that point. Oh, <laughs> women, women, we are so, well, you kind of have a little Latin on you. I am. So. And don't text when you're angry. Oh, no, my, my God. God. You know what? I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Just do me a favor. Don't don't ever text. Ever. It's the worst <laughs> form of communication Don't ever. 
ever. I would rather you send smoke signals. I yeah, swear to God. It's terrible. It's horrible. I mean, the only thing you text is, I love you, you know, smile emojis, rainbow, rainbow hearts. And then all of a sudden, and then remember when you send hearts, I just learned this not that long ago, every color heart has a meaning. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're sending the right one. What? Oh, yeah. I have to look this up. I'm in trouble. The emoji dictionary. There's a friend of mine that always sends emojis, and I always have to go, God, I just want to make sure. I mean, like, because something looks cute. I don't want it to say, hey, I want to, like, fuck your brains out. Right. You're my friend. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, there goes the dollar. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, what does the purple heart mean? Because that's what I always use as a purple the heart. Purple yeah, heart has two, the purple heart has two. The purple heart has two meanings. One Uh-oh. is peace, love, and spirituality. And there's another version of the emoji dictionary that it's S&M. And that explains that? a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does black trouble? heart mean? Black heart means lay on your back and it's time. <laughs> oh. No, I don't know. I'm making so <laughs> up. I'm horrified. <laughs> Jennifer, did you see how I, I always feel? use the black heart? <laughs> I know. What does the black heart mean? I know Ryan's looking it up. My favorite is the heart with the outline. I go and find the little white heart with the black is, outline. Oh. What oh. is that one? I never oh. see You have it. to copy and paste it from... A website. Oh. It's not in the emoji keyboard. Well, I've never oh, been the lucky. Nobody okay, black it. heart means I am too old to see that right now. <laughs> um, no, okay, Jennifer, can you read that? Yes. Uh, heart shaded completely black may be used to express morbidity, sorrow, mm. or a form of dark humor. But it's not to be confused with the heavy black heart i guess i can't read anymore because well i'm gonna tell you jennifer every (laughs) time we could do this podcast you'll be sitting by that screen because i just love to hear that (laughs) (laughs) can we go back to emojis i have a question that's absolutely (laughs) so one emoji that i can't quite get right is the rolling eyes emoji you know the little emoji (laughs) who rolls their eyes but he always looks upset is that is that like the seizure emoji? I, is that what I look like? Or the epileptic? I mean, seriously. I, I, I love the brain blowing off one. That's my favorite one. With the little head that's got his brain above his head. No, the eye rolling doesn't look funny. It doesn't look cute. It looks mad all the time. I, I just can't. I've tried it and I can't do it. Why do you send it to me all the time? Then? <laughs> I don't get it. No, but it's just so funny. I mean, the language. Um, the, oh, hold on. This is more important. Your mom didn't chime in here on what her yes. uh, her advice, advice. Oh, wedding advice yeah, okay we, yeah we need that okay so um i think the best advice i could give would be um at the end of the day when you come home you've both been out working all day and i would say give each other a little space you know don't start talking about the day yet don't start <laughs> it's my daughter laughing that's my daughter laughing because you know know your daughter very well she can't wait no nothing waits but give each other she needs her space oh she needs her space i think it's important to give each other a little space Mm -hmm. to decompress at the end of the day and you know then you can chime in with whatever you know that worked really great during my marriage but it's true i mean just like even in general like when i get home and i've done this this for years with the relationship or without a relationship i mean i want i want i come in my home i go straight to my bedroom 
I take off my clothes and put on, you know, just out of the business. The, the time. bra has to come <laughs> the up. The bra has to come up. I don't understand up. that at all. What is a bra? I oh, don't it's the boob size reference. Oh. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I never I take I, off my bra. What do you mean? I mean, I do eventually. <laughs> no, not when I come home. Well, what do you do Me when neither. you go home? No, I'm... I go get home. a glass of water. I don't know. No, I go home. I go in the bedroom. I, I get my... changed. I then go feed the cats, and then, and then after people can talk to me. But what if a stranger? Just say someone comes knocking at your door, and you're just standing there in your pajamas without a bra. Well, I don't. I have the ring, and I go hello. <laughs> oh, they just run and get changed. Oh, you just don't. I don't. The door. I don't. No. no, I go. No, it's the ring doorbell. The doorbell. You thing. can see them. They can't see you. Go hello. That's the best. What, what do you want? Eighty. What if yeah. like some. I Some mean, mass murderer comes in. Put your head my goodness! <laughs> on a different planet. No, what about some nice, friendly person? Who what? the hell knocks on somebody's Who door anymore? To your house? Your neighbors? No, come oh, on. No. My neighbor, Wendy, fight it in, Wendy. Oh, I have to say, oh, my wow. neighbor I'm stopped from... by my house the other night, and I love my neighbor, but I I do not expect anybody to knock on my door. Mm-hmm. She knocked on my door. It was after dark. I Whoa. freaked out. I freaked out. I would not answer the door. I think I was on the phone with you, Danielle. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, who's there? Who's there? Oh, my God. I just freaked out. I think this is a cultural difference. Carol, didn't people knock on it? When when I grew up, and even now, my parents, if I go back and visit them in Australia, we have neighbors dropping in all the time. All the time. That's in Mexico, too. I like that. What did you look at me for? Because I I don't understand. I grew up from New Jersey. We didn't answer our doors. (laughs) No. In Mexico, we used to even not knocking, go to the neighbor's you house. We in. grow up with the neighbors, yeah. but right now, nobody come visit me without telling me. Never. Oh. I come home, I take a shower, and I forget. Well, it. I don't mind the drop-ins. I never have I don't, that. But, but I don't have drop-ins. I, and Do I you would, have any friends? I have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> checking, checking. But they call. It's like, hi, can I come over? Oh, but don't you, I don't know. I love that Do you that have spontan- people here doing that? How many Here. people knock on I, your door know, in Santa Monica? I know in our country. My neighbor different. did just in my country. Yes, in yeah, Australia different. all the time. Okay. Um, well, here. 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 No, my neighbors knock on my door. For what? A glass of wine. Oh my no, god! No, really. You're very friendly. I should come over more often. Yeah, Santa Monica. Yeah, fun. Let's see the vision board at your house. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone. Um, I'm just, I know, I, I, Ryan, I mean, Ryan, I know we went on late, so can we go? We can keep going. Screw it. Okay, 323-524-2599. 323-524-2599. I've suddenly woke up and we're on a roll. So Ryan's letting us go later. What'd you say, Ryan? Are we moving off the We have another one? Okay. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Oh, darling. Love you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay. And every Thank time you. your mom is on, you better call in because she doesn't. She's not very happy when you don't. Now you're going to have to call in <laughs> and report after the wedding, after the honeymoon, <gasps> Jewish all guilt. that other stuff. Jewish guilt. Yes, no, will. never feel guilt. You know, my parents were just visiting from Australia. Thank you, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank Bye. 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 And my dad, who's in his early 80s, left me with he. He very randomly throughout our whole course of our life leaves little words of wisdom. Just, which he doesn't remember, he said, but it's very important too, you know, as a daughter. And at the airport, he said, just remember, never feel guilt. Oh, wow. And I said, what thank a you, gift. Dad. Nice one. That's a nice one. Yeah, he's, there's a few of those little gems through my whole life that have just, of course, they carry so much impact. But I loved that one. Yeah. Particularly, you know, in the middle of your life where I am now and you've got so many decisions that you're making all the time and what you're doing and spending and time and business and friends. And it was just such a lovely 
advice. Yeah, advice to have. Yeah. yeah. My mum looked at him as if he was crazy. Um, <laughs> is your mum a guilterer? From a line of that, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's fabulous. But it was it was very interesting. And he said, no, I'm standing firm to this. you know. And I said, thanks, Dad, that's great. And it was lovely. Oh, so no guilt. Nice. We yeah. should no all take guilt. that but, on. I would love to. But, you know, it's like my mother even, she's 87. And, you know, she'll come out with words of wisdom. And, you know, and it's, it's interesting because what I do find is, you know, my mother was a crazy wild woman when she was younger. And as she gets older, it's like, wow, she was really smart. But she was, but it's, it's. Not that she, she was, she played that 50s, 60s housewife thing. Even though she worked and stuff, she was that traditional where, you know, she allowed my dad to be the reprimand, like reprimand me. Like I had fear of my father, absolutely no fear of my mother. You know, it's like, dad, can I do this? No, mom, go, go, go. I'll cover for you. <laughs> okay, thanks, mom. But it's true. Like as people get older, and I think all of us at this table, Thank you, huh? You know, um, all of us at this table. Um, do you not, as well as you get older, feel wiser? Oh goodness, yes. Oh yeah. <coughs> oh, I was such a flibbity gibbet. Oh yeah. Goodness, yes. Dumb shit. Oh, sorry. It's okay. That's that the, that's bad. fifty cents. Um, <laughs> you get that's away half with that. a word. That's half a word. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, were you guys wild kids? Oh goodness! Oh yes. my God! Yeah, I was terrible. terribly naughty. Terrible. <gasps> like, give me a story. I'll determine naughty. I was. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, right, when? as a teenager, before we could drive, oh, sorry, Danny, and I know you're hearing this. Um, <laughs> so we snuck mm -hmm. out with a bunch of guys, and we told our parents that we were going to a sleepover at a friend's house, and instead we went out to the Angeles Forest to camp with these guys that you know. So you didn't know them. No, we knew them. Oh. Yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, we knew them. <laughs> they could drive. They were older. It was not permitted. And uh, somehow our parents found out. Uh-oh. And so the fathers came looking <gasps> for us. <gasps> oh my my dad had a shotgun. No, seriously? The other dad had a machete. What? And the other guy had a baseball bat. And thank God the sheriffs found us first. Seriously? Oh, wow. oh yeah, no, I was grounded for about six months. <laughs> wow! I would think I was fifteen. Oh, that's young. Though. Fourteen. That's young. That. How old were the guys? Sixteen. Oh, that okay. Eighteen would have been a bad. problem. Sixteen, yeah. not so bad. Well, they're lucky to be alive. Yes, I, mean, I we're guess we're all so. lucky to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, count your blessings. So that was just yeah. something, and you know, sneaking out of the house in the middle of the night. You know, take my dog with me so he wouldn't bark when I came back in. Oh, that was uh, smart. Hey, you got to think. You know? <laughs> so just, yeah, I was rotten. And then I told my children, there's nothing you can do or your friends can do that I have not done myself or my friends done. You're never going to get away with anything. Wow. And, and I think they never did. <laughs> so maybe they did. Maybe they did. Kara, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine what you've done. I mean, I I got up to all sorts of nonsense, but um, my father was had he he really didn't discipline me at all. So if I said I want to go away for the weekend, we're going up to Norfolk. We met these two guys. We're going on a train. He'd say, "All right, darling, here's twenty quid." <laughs> <laughs> really? Have fun. I know we did. Have fun. But what I mean, I moved to New York when I was seventeen. Wow. I met a man in New York. I moved there when wow. I was 17. Wow. I still can't get my head around how I managed to do that. But I did. Wow. Wow. Wild. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. my parents were pretty similar, actually. We, we were expected to do very well in school and very well in sports and have a part-time job and do all those things. But then, as long as you kept all that up, fine. And yeah. I was the same. I remember being out in, in Surface Paradise when I was about 15 or 16 and telling Mum and Dad that I wanted to go out to the clubs. And we'd already been doing that. We grew up in Sydney, so we would already been clubbing from about 14. And they said, okay. And I'm like, huh, okay, <laughs> try and be home by X amount, you know, time. I said, okay, and off I went. And now you look at it now, the same kind of thing. Like, who would let their 15-, 16-year-old daughter <coughs> to a sea of nightclubs? I did. You know? I did. My mother you knew, did? my father did, and at 13, I went to Studio yeah. 54. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. But would you do it yeah. today? Would you? 13. I mean, we or did you it. You know what? When I think about it, we yeah. used to walk the streets of New York because it was from club to club to club to club mm-hmm. to club. So you'd go to Limelight, 54, Visage, Private Eye. And, you know, you'd, you know, people would say, hey, you know, jump in the cab with us, other people. And we'd just do it. I mean, I also remember back in the day, like, when you used to go to concerts, rock concerts, because I went to a lot of rock concerts, like The Who and Aerosmith and all those people. And I, I never partook in it, but... I remember like that weed that used to go like down the aisle. And all I mean what I kept thinking was yeah. first of all I don't want to do it but two all the germs <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I can't do it. So Mel, what have you done? I was a very active kid. Um, In what way? I was always busy trying to create something and I remember the one I was really 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 in trouble I used to go to the back door of our house and I go into the wall I don't know how I crawled that wall and I go to the second level and I went to like little tiny line like that connects the house and I go to all the way to the house in the end of the street go down the wall take all the bananas from my neighbor, <laughs> go back again, walk what? that. You did all that shit to get bananas? <laughs> yeah. And this is the funny part. I always used to, I, a, I was like you, seven you years old. You have an interesting mind. Mm-hmm. I love cooking back then. <laughs> I know it was about the cooking. And I used to make these banana breads, and my mom always, always asked me, how do you get the bananas? Oh, the neighbors give it to me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I got know. home with my bananas one day of 20 days, 20 times I did it, and I just saw the neighbor who owns the house and my mom in the door. I was like, oh, Uh-oh. crap, I Uh-oh. am in trouble. And like that one, I did a lot of crazy things. Hold on, we have a caller. Hello. Hello, welcome to Between the Sheets. This is Gay Ann and the Crazy Lady Tribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? I can read. Hi, who's this? My name is Dana. Hi, Dana. How are you? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from San Carlos, Panama. Like Panama, the country? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Anybody know her? Is she a friend of anybody? No. This is pretty cool. You're listening to us in Panama. I'm stoked. Wow. Are you enjoying the show? I, you know what? I don't know if I'm. If I don't really know what your show is. I, I on <laughs> Facebook I saw a thing for Char Vision. Oh, that I was the last show. After. I could tell your future. I would tell your future if I had my tarot cards, but I didn't bring them tonight. This is a show about <laughs> um, empowering women and dating sites. Are you good with that? 
Um, sure. <laughs> I like empowering women. I've never been on a dating site. So why don't you tell us a little bit, and just a thing, what's your sign? Okay, I'm a Cancer, Virgo rising, Moon in Libra. Look I have that. a triple conjunction in Cancer and a triple conjunction in Libra, and they're exactly squared. Well, wow. Well, wow. She, well, obviously she's calling Char. We're sitting yeah. here going, I wow. just know my sun, my moon, my rising. God bless you. <laughs> I'm so, also a Cancer with Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. I don't even That's know. That's all I know. I'm sorry. I'm also You're a Cancer. You're also a Cancer with Virgo rising? Yes. So do oh, okay. so yeah. do you read or what do you do? I mean, do you have a job? <laughs> I'm sure she reads. Um, I don't currently have a job. I'm almost 66. Oh, congratulations! Retired. I'm charts. jealous. Um, yeah, I've done charts for people. I've, you know, I've done readings for people. Um, I've done a, a lots of different things. I'm a designer. I also owned a health food store. Wow. Wow. In Panama? No, no, not in Panama. In upstate New York. Oh, okay. You, are you originally from New York? Um, yeah, I'm originally from New York and uh, the metropolitan area, but I lived most of my life in uh, the Woodstock area. Well, you're not old enough to have gone to the real Woodstock, are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yes, but she I is. So I'm 66. I mm. turned 16. That summer, yeah. but I was living and working on an Indian reservation, the the um, Cherokee mm-hmm. Indian Reservation in Cherokee, North Carolina, wow. and we were working with the children there and running like a school camp program, and we didn't want to leave them like midstream, so we voted to stay and finish out the program. So well, you missed the most famous concert ever in the world. <laughs> Yes, I know, but I I got to live in the town for most of my life, and I know most of the people. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I did miss that concert, but I've been to lots of wonderful concerts, and I've never been sorry that I didn't walk out on the children. No, yeah. you're, you Why, you have right. a you have a beautiful soul. I could see that. Um, do you like do this professionally? What you do, the charts and stuff. I have. Do you want to promote your website? Because I know you made a left turn and landed it between the sheets. So I'll give you the opportunity to promote yourself for a moment if you'd like. Um, I don't have a website. I, so I, I don't really have much to promote in that way, but thank you. Well, you're welcome. And, um, you know, try to tune in to hear us. We're on the first and third Friday of each month. And please call in from Panama. See if you like our show. I think you'll have some fun. And maybe you can impart some okay. sort of wisdom as well to, you know, we're a little bit of potty mouth. So, <laughs> but we are spiritual. So, well, thank you. Have lots of fun. Well, so, thank you so much for calling and have fun. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Bye. Sweet. That was so, so cool. Just assembled across us on Facebook. Yeah. No, she was gonna. She was calling into Char, who's the Char, Char, the Char before us, <laughs> the show before us, who is like a really like famous like psychic person. All right. yeah. So. Yeah. I guess time difference, she screwed up. But 323-524-2599, that's to talk to Between the Sheets. 
I have a question out of that. What is a triple rising? What was that? What did she say it was? I don't know. Who knows? Was that, that was very complicated. I, I get the rising. I'm not sure what part of me is rising, but there are some things rising at some stage. Well, I there's guess, always but... something rising about you. I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the triple? I don't know. I don't understand the trine. See, someone did my chart, and I thought, okay, sun, moon. I figured that out. Mm-hmm. But then they went into like, Every planet has something and what it means. And I actually have done charts for people, but I've done the basic stuff, not the interpretive stuff. So I can tell you what it is, tell you what literally it means. But then, you know, to be like a psychic or a mystic or a me, there's other stuff added on, Mm -hmm. like connect the dots, but I don't connect them. So... I really don't know, but no. you know what? I bet I, I bet you Cheryl Murphy, who is one oh, yeah. of our women, she is a psychic medium. I'm not going to say she does this, but I think next time she's on, I, maybe we'll ask her. We'll ask her really that we had a question that someone came on. Yes. Not, yes, I mean, and what that really means and how that sort of guides who we are. Now I'm curious. I think it <clears> means you have three planets in the same sign. Trine sign sign. Three planets in the same sign. It's all about the minute you're born, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It's the place and the time. Oh. It's a real science. It's very complicated. Mm. Uh, that's why it's over my head. That's right why now. I like to do tarot. It's kind of like you do what you do. You just do what <laughs> you, you do. You know what? I, you I, I picked a card the other tarot? day, right, yeah. out of a deck that was sitting outside. And I just thought, I'm going to pick a card. I pulled one out. And it was it was a tough one, you know. It said expect some issues, you've got stuff to work out. You're going to get there. You will heal. But it said expect some sickness. Two hours later, I threw up all over the car. Mm. Seriously, and I'm not a throwy uppy person. No, <laughs> I mean this car just literally said it's going to not be very nice, but you're going to get it out. And it felt like it was a physical like a purging. Thing. Wow. It was a purging. purging. It was a purging. Just like ayahuasca. Minus the ayahuasca. Do you like that? It was like that. Do I like what? Vomiting? No, I do not. (laughs) Ayahuasca. Yeah. Do I like... I hear about it. I've done it. (gasps) Yeah. And do do you like it? I hear about it. I just... A couple of friends, I done it. I don't don't think you do it to like it. No. No. I I don't know what it is. It's It's not like... It's a ritual. It's a ritual shamanistic thing. You just don't buy ayahuasca and go sit... You know, with a couple of bottles of wine and just drop it like you do LSD or acid like or a, some hallucinogenic thing, which I have never done. Um, but it, well, that, do did I like it? I didn't go there to like it. I actually didn't know what the hell I was going to experience. I've never done a hallucinogenic in my life because I have control issues. <laughs> um, I'm working on them and my business coach is helping me. Um, but I am trying, I just thought, you know, I'll try it. I did it. It was eight hours of pure agony oh. in oh. a mm-hmm. fetal position on a mat yeah, no, in <laughs> Ojai with somebody drumming. And every time they drummed, I felt the vomit want to oh, no, come up. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. Eight hours. I oh, swear, wow. I, sat, so I fought the vomit from coming up for eight hours. When I finally vomited eight hours later, um, it was the weirdest thing. It was like the it felt... 
and I, I, I feel like I've repeated it on the show, but it could have been another show because I've done this before. It was a ball, like a pit of fire right here mm-hmm. in my solar plexus. Um, <laughs> I now know my chakras. And it actually, <laughs> I felt it riding up, like literally the heat just kept, kept coming up, coming up, coming up. And then I finally puked. Oh. <laughs> when I vomited, I opened my eyes because I didn't want to see me vomit, okay? I just opened my <laughs> eyes, literally. And I didn't realize this because then I immediately got really cold. My hair, my body, my clothing was drenched. When you're younger, like a shower. When you're older, like a night sweat. Okay? <laughs> Whoever can relate to that. And I just thought, holy crap. And I didn't realize what it was. Until a day later, mm-hmm. and I still battle this, but it's about fear. I was scared going into it. The whole hallucinogenic, the hallucinations were all about fear. Fear of vomiting, fear of opening up my eyes. Fear, 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 fear. And literally, when that ball of fear got expelled, I felt so much lighter. Wow. wow. And did that last? Has that lasted for the rest of your life? You know what? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm still fearful about certain things. I mean, with I think is just human. I don't think you. I think to be human, you you can't be fearless. You can say you're fearless, but you're full of shit. Um, I think everybody has this piece of them that still holds on to fear. It's the amount of fear and how you let it control you. And I think what that taught me is not to allow fear to control me. To be able to feel the fear. Feel it, think about it, and then move forward. If you feel it's in your best interest. If you don't feel it's in your best interest, then, then it's not fear. Then it's, then it's choice and it's proper judgment. But you have to go with your gut. So, yes, I am not as fearful. I don't let fear allow, rule my judgments anymore. I will just say that a lot of people have had ayahuasca that I, I know. Mm-hmm. And many of them have had the most incredible mind-changing experiences. Human. A lot of people say that. Human, I mean, yeah. one one friend of mine, he spent the entire eight hours, and it sounds like a long time. I know it is. But he he was on a beach, and everyone he ever knew and met was in a row. And he went down an entire row of people from his entire life and had wow. a moment with every <laughs> one of them. I mean, can you imagine how fabulous that, that must would be? That would be wonderful. If you can, if you can dial in and choose that experience with ayahuasca, maybe. I love Jennifer's face. Just <laughs> press it. Yeah, I'm, I love a lot of things about you. Thank by the way. you, She's Melanie. So funny. They're not dating. No, we are not dating. No. Just want to let everybody we know. We're friends. Because I asked that already. No, we are not dating. We love each other. Exactly. We're good friends. That's that's cool. We met actually in a friendly dating site. And yeah. Well, I have met a few of my friends in the past on dating sites. I mean, my I'm not going to say this because <laughs> I I can't say it cuz she has a girlfriend now and I don't know if she told her girlfriend. But I mean, there are people that are in my life right now and in the past that I'm good friends with. Yeah. And we met on a dating site, but that's when I was putting on the dating site friends only. Yeah, Literally it says friends only. Do you think this comes full circle to how we started the show? 
um, talking about putting things into the universe and putting yes. things into the magic or whatever you want to your vision board, paper mache, whatever you want to do. <laughs> mache. mache. Don't go changing it. Well, oh, I was going to pull you up on, what did you say those cards were? Tarot, tarot cards? cards? Tarot, tarot cards. cards? I know. It's awful. You don't know. I know how to tarot read them. Tarot cards. Tarot. She's talking about the way we the, say it. The way it. we say it. Oh. Anyway. What do you, how do you say it? Tarot cards. That's what I said, tarot. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if you put something out there, whether it's on a dating app, whether it's, didn't you say that again? Not, it's not the messenger, it's the message. Yep. So mm. coming full circle, it's like that same thing, right? You might be on a dating app. I've met fabulous people when you've jumped on an app for a minute and they've been there, bang, that's it, you're done, Yeah. off. And that person's been in your life ever since. You know, so whether that's mm. in the car park, parking lot. <laughs> I've been to Australia five times. I understood the that. Or <laughs> the footpath. Or anywhere you are. Like wherever or the you pavement. See. Yes. Yeah. Wherever you see someone. Sidewalk. <laughs> Otherwise on a sidewalk. Right. But you do. You, if, you, if you believe somewhat in what you're putting out into the universal energy I, and, you look, know, wherever that is. But even here, like all the all so people right. come together for But see, that's the thing. It's sort of like when I was when I was decided to do the podcast, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I've spoke, I spoke to Carr like two years ago. I'm like, I'm going to redo this podcast. Are you in? And then it never happened. And then <laughs> and then I just started to say, you know, I put out in the universe in December. I really need to do this. And literally, you know, Tony, I made the call to Tony. He said, sure. And then I called Carr. I said, you still in? Yes. Okay. And then I literally started to look at friends and people on Facebook that I knew and sort of that, that L word, you know, who's connected to who, what, and started to see different people and, and things that were popping up on my feed and women that were interesting. I just cold call them. I mean, I cold call you. I'm like, hi. I call called Melanie. That's say, fabulous. Who are you? Yeah, she's like, who are you? I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know? you're on my Facebook, and I want to talk to you about these. I'm like, okay. It's a little weird, but we talked for three and a half hours. <laughs> Whoa. That was fantastic. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. the next week, I was here. Right. I mean, like, like everything. Mara, Tristan. I mean, Wendy, I've known from camp. Um, you, I don't know, but I got you through her, and we didn't. Delicia, did we, you did, didn't know before? Didn't know Delicia before. Liz Keen. I knew Cheryl Murphy's one of my psychics. So, I mean, a lot of the people, and, and, and the thing is, I want it to grow. You know, I'm not stopping. I know it's like all you people are like, all right, you got 10 people already. We want, we like this now. We want to be on here more. But I just think we have to start bringing people on as guests. Yeah. And, and, and just really, it is about empowering women. I mean, you know, um, July 19th, one, a good friend of mine, Mark Helgenberger, she was on um, CSI, CSI. She's yeah. going to be on. She's on a new CBS show called All Rise. You know, I've got... And it's another thing, like, like, and I'm not bragging that I have celebrity friends, but the minute, because I work with them, okay, the minute that I said I'm starting my podcast again, they were like, we'll be on it, huh? Without me asking, you know, so it, this is just so exciting and I'm glad you all are part of it, but you're absolutely right. What you put out, you manifest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's, you know, I do my angel cards every morning and then I go, okay, and then I go, and when I'm home, I do it again. I'm obsessed with my angel cards because I'm testing it. <laughs> because I test them. I think of something, and then I pull those three freaking cards. And I'm telling you, it's the, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to bring them next time. I'm going to bring the angel cards next time. Because it's uncanny. <laughs> uncanny. How accurate it is. It freaks me out. Sometimes I'll do it two times in a row. 
and like two out of the three cards the same card will be the same and I, I shuffle it. I do that. I have my angel cards, the same card. I say, no, 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 this is not the answer I want. And again, yes, I don't card. like same this one. one. I yes. don't like this one. The one that says grow up. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you, you card. You Wendy to interpret. To okay. Wendy's fabulous interpreter for oh, tarot cards. Thank you. Really. See, we've got the tarot the area here. This is the tarot area. The skeptics. Tarot. And the skeptic. No, Cara's not uh, a well, skeptic. No, I, 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 I believe I You're a heathen, Jennifer. I have a pendulum, which was given to me by a wonderful friend who's now gone, so I treasure it. But um, I'll talk, maybe we'll, I'll bring it next time I'm on. Ding, ding. Because it's an incredible thing. Mm. I'm just in love yes. with this pendulum. Or no. It <laughs> I talks do that to me. all the time. <laughs> or you just ask yourself and come up My with the answer My pendulum is a vibrator <laughs> on Jennifer. the train. You know, one's supposed to hear that. Everyone, um... Are, are we really that far off? Thirty minutes. You've got the bonus <laughs> round here at Between the Sheets. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Gayan. Um, first and third Friday of every month, seven p.m. Pacific. You can follow us on Instagram at QTE Brat. Facebook between the pod between the sheets podcast.com um, or have a website between the podcast.com too. Um, but uh, yeah, please call us. You know, we're just as strong as you are. Your support, your calls, your emails, your everything. I love, thank you so much for sharing. Every time I post something, you share it. You get the word out. We are getting amazing amount of listenership, and that's by word of mouth. And really, as Sharon Osborne would do, I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. And she's going to be on the show. Oops, cat's out of the bag. Um, <laughs> but I just want to say thank you. You're listening to the theme song of Between the Sheets, graciously um, given to me to play from Terry Nunn in Berlin. They're going out on tour this year, this 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 year with B-52s and OMD. They hit Los Angeles, I think, um, August 4th. Buy their new album. The song is called Transcendence. Transcendence. So thank you, thank you, Ryan, thank for the board. You. Everybody go around. Who Cara? Thank you, Cara Noble. Thank you so much. Facebook, Twitter, and Cora. Uh, Have a great night from Jen. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, everybody from Wendy. Good night, everybody. Good night. Looking